Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 200, 200. where Alan and I reflected on the past and uh, all the lessons and experiences we have had over 200 episodes. Today, for episode number 201, we are going to do a scratching the surface episode on building your dream team. So before we jump into this episode, you know it's coming. Go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click on join hashtag hyperconscious nation. I believe you went live earlier. I did. I had a I had a breakthrough with one of my clients today that I wanted to share. And I don't know how What'd you talk about? Um so I think a lot of people live life chasing money, and then when they find money, they try to find fulfillment. But yeah. I think if you if you chase fulfillment, you'll figure out how to make money later. Ah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, Syntax it was a breakthrough. matters. It was a breakthrough. Syntax matters. They say they say that. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the event? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard this or not over the past twenty or so episodes, but Alan and I are speaking. We're actually going to be interviewing Catherine Mini but Mighty Nash ah. live on stage September seventh at the Margaritaville Resort in beautiful Hollywood, Florida. It is. <laughs> literally right on the beach. Uh, if I sound off, I think I'm a little bit sick, so that's why my my voice is a little hoss. <laughs> um, but it's right on the beach. It's a beautiful location. And uh, Eddie Panero is going to be speaking. Evan Carmichael is going to be speaking. We have new speakers added to the lineup. Again, some of the biggest changes I ever made were after networking events. Yeah. Without Brendan Burchard's event, I don't think I'd be the man I am today. Kevin had a little ego on him when he got ego, back. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Do you know that I was just at High Performance Academy? What do you think? Should we do this? Yeah. All right. All right. So I prepped some questions for Kevin. Here we go. Mm. Scratching the surface, building your dream team. So we talk often about how many of the dreams coming true and the impact that we are able to have wouldn't be possible without our dream team. Yes. One example is Your World Within Live, which you just mentioned. Also, the Confident Women Consortium with Joyce that yes. you spoke at. Yes. I don't know if you know this, but I Kevin spoke, spoke to, to damn near 40 people yeah. in kind his of speaking a big deal. career. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> My question for Kevin is this. For the listeners, from your perspective, what is a dream team to you, and why 
do our listeners need one? Wow, what is a dream team to me? A dream team to me is a group of like-minded individuals with, it might not be a common goal, but growth is a common goal. Maybe you don't want the exact same results. Like, it, it seems for us that most of the people in our life have very similar goals. Like, you know, Kim, Spike, Summer, they all want to do speaking in some form. They already, already are doing it. Mark Metry masterminding with them later today. Yeah. And, yeah. and we're podcasting and with we're Mark Metry. in person with Mark. No wonder why he, you landed on those four. He wants to do a, a little freestyle on the, on the mics. A little rap. A little rap. Ah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I think it's basically, again, we talk about the five buckets. Your right. dream team is mostly going to be made up of, well, it's definitely going to be made up of your growth bucket and maybe your wisdom bucket if you're lucky. Um, it's, it's, it can be hard to get. Mentee bucket as well. A little, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because like they, they Alex Hinkle is my client, yeah. but he's helped us. Right. I mean, the PMES system. Right. So he's maybe that's podcast. maybe that's not even a good way to do it. Maybe it's just anybody who you feel is going to who is a, in alignment with your goals, but also your morals. Right. Yeah. That's unbelievably important. Very important. But they're going to help you get to your goals in their own unique way. Maybe to clarify what Kevin just said about the morals part, there are people in our lives that have come into our lives that could have helped us achieve our goals, but we don't resonate with their intentions or their core values. Um, We won't name any names, but I think that's absolutely huge, what you just said, for sure. I appreciate that. So that's that's my take on it, and I think we were talking in the preamble about this before you ask your next question. Um, The event that's happening in September, it's, it's all of our, it's part of our team. Yeah. Eddie Panero. Our team is growing. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's just, the things that you're doing with your team today, like, we are going to be interviewing Catherine Nash on stage in front of a live audience, and not two years ago, we were masterminding in McDonald's after we went to the gym. <laughs> Big Macs and fries, baby. Yeah, so... Talking about dreams and goals, yeah, and now they're and, happening. And that's, that's what, I think that's also what a true member of the dream team is. You don't all, you might not talk every single day, but like when you talk, you're making moves, and you're doing stuff. What are some examples of dream team members? So I think Joanna DePena is on my dream team for sure. She's incredible. Who are some other people that the, um, the listeners might recognize? So I talk about Matt all the time. Matt Ryan's on the ah, dream team. Ah, Maddie. Big Nate across the country is on the, on the dream team. I was on team. the phone with Nate yesterday. Uh, Mark Metry, I mentioned him already. Humans 2.0 meets hyperconscious. Um, Alex Hinkle, Alex Think, Bianca. Bianca's ah, on B, the dream team. Absolutely. Um, I would say any, so any one of our significant others. So Taryn's on the dream team for sure. She makes me a better man. Um, who yeah, am I missing? I'm sure I'm making. I'm, I'm, it's not nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sure I'm missing a lot of, a lot of people. Who am I missing? I was really excited on our last business T-Mac, call. T Mac, Eddie was there. Yeah, we FaceTime. Yeah, fa- you FaceTime me. I was, I wasn't prepared for a FaceTime. <laughs> like my clouds were in the laundry. Um, T Mac, Eddie. Yeah, so uh, so many people. Right. So so many people. Every basically everybody we hang out with. This leads to my next question. That's kind of why I did that. I yeah, I Joyce. <clears throat> I'm going to go to the third one, actually, because... And after you my wonder Any day now would be great. That would be good. <laughs> that would be really, really good. Oh, here we go. Okay. We interviewed Bronnie Ware last week. We did, Thursday. Okay, and that's dropping Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, by the way. Yes. But in her book, the fourth of the top five regrets of the dying is, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Ooh. Here we go. Yeah. Question for Kevin. For the listeners, as you've expanded and grown your dream team, which we just articulated some of the people on it, and that's only probably a fourth or not even no. of the total. As you've expanded and grown your dream team, which takes a massive amount of focus, effort, and time, 
How have you also stayed in touch with your allies as the group has expanded? Practical, tactical tips. That's an interesting one. I I would say I may not have have done a great job of that. Mm. But I also would say that some of that was by design. And um, it's it's hard. It's hard. Make sure you're not getting out of the shot there. Right. Um, it's I difficult. Touch knees. <laughs> yeah, I don't touch knees. It's difficult <laughs> because, again, we've talked about this before. Like the relationships you have in your life, a lot of them are from nostalgia. And the only reason the relationship has and, and keeps momentum is because of memories. Yeah. And because of like that's the way our relationship is. I try now to base every single relationship that I'm building off of who are you to me now. Not who were you, who, who were you to me five years ago, because I'm a different person. Yeah. I'm a different person. And, you know, maybe at one point hanging out and, and, and talking crap was what we did, but I don't do that anymore. So if that's still one of your things, we're probably not in alignment anymore. And again, it's nothing personal against the person. Right. It, it's not. It's, it doesn't mean you're right, wrong, or anything. It just means that if you're not getting me closer to my dreams in some way, shape, or form, I probably don't spend that much time with you. So earlier today we were talking, and Kevin said that he woke up to 100 text messages. First time. First time I crossed the 100 text message barrier. So at one point, uh, Kevin felt lonely and like no one cared and insignificant. Now he's waking up to overwhelm every day. Every single day. Um, so what was once a dream is now, <laughs> now his greatest challenge. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so how do you handle staying in touch with that many people in I terms of tactics. I like, could do a tactics? far better job. I'll admit that right off. Like, okay. I could do a far better job of that because it's, I'm so behind the scenes that it's like at the end of the day I have to catch up to... Uh, so basically I would batch it. And, okay. and what that means is take an hour and get back to... Like from 4 to 5 p.m., for instance, just say, you know, if I'm if I'm time-blocking my day, from 4 to 5 p.m., I'm replying to people. Dude, I can always tell when you're doing that because we're in so many group messages together. Yeah. Um, it's literally for like 20 minutes, I'll just get all of Kevin's replies to like everything. I think that's the way to do it because then you're being proactive versus reactive. And it's hard too, because I don't ever want for, for those who aren't into business and don't have like necessarily the understanding of how, how much we're doing. I don't ever want to offend anybody by not getting back to them. Right. Because Again, I, I went to I woke up with a hundred text messages yesterday. I went to I woke up today with twenty something. Now that means some of those were left over from yesterday, and right. that's why you've got a bunch of messages this morning because I was replying to people. <laughs> Matt had a double tap hearts. Yeah, <laughs> Matt had an audio message out to me for like two days. Right, and and I listened to it yesterday and replied. But it's just it's so much to keep up with. So how do how do I do it? How and, do you stay proactive, and and how do you initiate conversations? I don't. With, you don't. Okay, so. You admitted you should do a better yeah, job. Yeah, I could do a far better job. Let's talk job. tactics on how to go about... I guess you think you should be doing a better job. How? How, how do you think you should do... How could you? Uh, I could proactively seek out people to message. Like, sometimes people will pop into my consciousness, and I'll be like, oh, I should message that person, but I don't have a system for it. Usually, it's priority. It's order of importance. It's, it's what has to get done today. Oh, I have to text... I have to text Alan because we're doing Scratching the Surface. Right. I'm going to text Mark Metry because I have a rap that I think he might like. Right. I'm going to text... And I got to text him tonight. Right. I got to text the group, Summer, Kim, and Spike because we're talking to them These today. These are all the messages that I got this morning. Yeah. That's, I, that's so interesting. But it's you, because you I'm... me back? It's because I'm seeing these people today, so I want to make sure that I'm, I'm going into, into the conversation with Knowing rapport. all the information, too. And, and knowing yeah. it. I don't want them to think I'm, I haven't... 
I haven't caught up. Like Kim left us a three and a half minute voice message. So she I listened did. to that this what morning. What is that about? It's all, <laughs> not now. Yeah, Sorry. Well, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally haven't listened to it yet. Right. This, is, this is interesting. Yeah. But I think that's the thing. Like, but like Alan said, this is all a dream. Like, I saw your reply. Your reply was something like, "Hell it, yes!" It was a it was a hell of a message. It, it was? was a great message. Yeah. See, I need yeah, to get big on. Big things. That. Big things happening. Oh, there. beautiful. Yeah, it was a great message. Um, we're talking to them after this. After this, yeah. Four p.m. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just difficult because there is so much. There is so much going on, and it's just hard to. I need to create a better system so I can control it. I started a journaling practice where I'm asking myself. Um, not only the old questions that I used to ask, but I started adding these two questions. What am I doing right now that I might regret? Mm. And I try to come up with three. And then what am I not doing right now that I might regret? One of the things I'm not doing right now that I might regret is getting back to, or basically initiating new conversations, touching base with friends. Um, and that's something that's very much on my consciousness, which is probably why I asked Kevin, because if he has tactics that I don't, I don't. it's a lot, man, it's hard. Well, you have more friends than I do, probably, I would say, too. And again, we well, I grew, think it's because I'm funnier. Well, it's definitely not that. <laughs> um, we grew up differently. You grew up in, when you went to college, you had a bunch of friends, and then you had a bunch of, uh, you hung on to a bunch of friends after that. I was very much a, a loner <laughs> for most, for most <laughs> right. of my life. Up in New Hampshire. Yeah, I, had, I always had three or four really, really good friends, and now I, ha- I still have three or four really, really good friends, but now I also have like... A dream team. A dream team <laughs> and really good a- allies that are helping me too, so it's like... Can you define an ally? An ally? Yeah, it's somebody... It's very interesting. Okay, so I think an ally is very similar to somebody on your dream team, but you don't, you know, their intention is to help you, but you might not necessarily talk to them often at all. Right. So I would say like Anthony Trucks. Ah, yes, is an ally of ours right now. Need to get back to. Yeah, we need to get back to. (laughs) You know, we we were in conversations about something with him, and we know he wants our best. We were on his podcast. He's an ally. How, How do you know he's an ally? So you know he wants his best. I think that's fire. So you know someone else has your best interest at heart regardless of themselves. Maybe not regardless of themselves, but the win-win. Yeah. Always looking for a win-win. Yeah. How else do we know? So Anthony Trucks is a perfect example of this. We don't talk every day, but when we do, he gets back to us, and, and we're definitely in rapport regardless of how often we yeah. talk. So how do we describe what that kind of ally is, is like? Like what Reliable. That? Right. You, you, f- you feel some form of reliability, and you know... You just know. I don't know how to explain right. it. Right. You know that they would be there if you needed something. Yeah, if you were in a pinch. Right. If you were in a... Dave Meltzer. Again, I, I, he's part of the Dream Team. Because 100%. He's, he's, yeah, man. He's, yeah, how dare I forget Dave? Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but he sponsors He sponsors the podcast. show. Yeah, yeah the, play, the Playbook Podcast. Check right. it out. Check it um, out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it's difficult. I mean, allies are just... There's somebody you just can rely on. You You know that you don't talk to them that often, but they prove it. Through proof, you know that they're allies. I have a question for you. I have an answer for you. Okay. Hopefully. Uh, look at how confident he is. I have an answer. I might. <laughs> um, which end of drive to five are you on? <laughs> right okay. now, I'm trying not to throw up. Uh, right. Like everything in life, building a dream team takes consistent time, energy, focus, and sometimes money. Yeah, definitely money. Mm-hmm. Right. Can you please give a specific example of someone who's changed your life tremendously that at one point it was only an intention to recruit them onto the team? Hmm, interesting. There's so many. There's so many. Um, Let's be specific. I would, I'm going to go with Mark. I'm yeah. going to go with Mr. Mark Metry. That's what I thought you might do. I think that um, when somebody younger than you is doing what you want to do, it is the ultimate proof that you can do it. And 
being able to work out with him and teaching teach him something that we're so passionate about and he like he likes to rap too so i feel like him and i have so much in common yeah but he's younger than us so i think there's also stuff that we can teach him and i think he's always so receptive to learning from us just like we're we're learning from him yeah mark's amazing mark's i think it's great. just a great it's a great relationship and yeah he's he's a friend now yeah it's like it's not he's not he's not an ally or a so what was he before he was a friend now he's an ally and a friend that's obvious it's clear um he's the one who helped us uh get Kevin here he thought Kevin thought we were going to podcast with him right on my birthday. 2 weeks ago on his birthday and we surprised the hell out of him he's like are we not going to podcast i was going to wear my <laughs> shirt the shirt that says it took me this long to to look like this at 30 or whatever it was but i stained it cuz i was drunk diving around playing can jam all night <laughs> i remember dude yeah. um we, six times ot yeah, and they, Six, and they quit on us. And they on quit us. on us. What is that? Soft, Never quit. Soft. Never quit. Um, he was part of the dream team before. So And a mentor. I remember originally we wanted to mastermind and learn from him about LinkedIn. Yeah, originally we wanted a podcast with him. And then we, after we podcast, we said, hey, we got to find a way to get in the room with him. He's yes. so next level. Because we said, that was before David Meltzer, and we said we need an, a podcast right. mentor. Yeah, we were doing, um, we were meeting at, the first time we ever did it, I think we met at, uh, Wegmans. Wegmans, and then we went to the. We snuck into an Anytime Fitness. After that, we yeah. worked out. We did that twice, and then we said, "All right, Mark, why don't you come to Worcester? We'll lift at our gym, right? And we'll just because our gym is better, yep. and we don't have to sneak in there. Now we meet at Dunks. Now we yeah. Now we meet at Dunks, which we have. Where to are we switch. meeting to tonight? Oh, we're going to the gym. At yeah. the gym, yeah. yeah. So I, before he was a mentor, for sure, and he was part of the dream team because of that, and now he is a legitimate friend. I have a follow-up question. So this is super important for the listeners. Everyone, please just take this in because this this is one of the things I'm most passionate about, but I I have trouble articulating. I think Kevin might be able to do a better job. So regarding that same person you just described, Mark Metry, what did you have to do in terms of providing value to build a relationship? And did you have faith that it would work out enough to really invest in that relationship? That's my real question. How did you know Mm. that the time, energy, and money you were spending to go out of your way to invest in that relationship was going to be worth it in the long run. Because imagine if we did not go out of our way to build the relationship with Catherine. Because a lot of that was out of our way. We went to a gym an hour and a half away. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have to do that, but we had to trust. We had to have faith that it would benefit us both to do that. I think there's a couple ways. There's one you can play out into the future and, and search in the future. Or what are the common takeaways immediately and then in the, like, in the time afterwards? Like, are you getting lessons every time you you hang out with this person? Are they saying stuff and then that stuff's coming true in their own lives? Like, are they, are, proving, are they proving what they're saying? And then are you also finding out two or three weeks down the road, oh, damn, yep, that person was right. Like, if you start making, if you start finding out, Catherine, yeah. Catherine's a great example. She would tell us what to do and we wouldn't do it and then we would fail and we would do Catherine it. Catherine told us to get a more professional camera years ago. Yeah. She told us, to bring this camera closer. That's why it is. And that's why it is right now. <laughs> yeah. Because we trust her judgment now more than ever when it comes so to I aesthetics. So I think that's a learning process. Because we've had mental, we've had, we've had like relationships in the past that I didn't firmly believe in and uh, you would drag me to them <laughs> and now it's not like that as much anymore. Right. Because now, you... now I understand the, the worth. Like I'm so excited to, I was so excited to go see Catherine when we were in Florida. I was so I excited to, to yeah. I'm so excited to see Mark tonight. At one point, I had to convince Kevin that driving five hours to see Eddie and Catherine was a really good idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was dying, And too. you were near death, yeah, in, in, in um, your defense. I appreciate that. I had a breakthrough when you were talking. As you always do. I, I should, do. You I'm, should just go off, and I'll just have breakthroughs. That's fine. And I'll man. write them down that's and fine. give them to the listeners. That's offline. fine. You're going to, give me a couple, little little cheddar. 
A little pay, bit pay. Of pay, pay for pay, the pay lessons, for the, lessons. For the breakthroughs. Yeah. So the breakthrough was this. So many of the deep friendships and allies and dream team members that I have in my life right now, that we have in our life right now, is a byproduct of my desire to learn. Eddie Panero, we wanted to learn YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Metro, we wanted to learn LinkedIn. T-Mac, I wanted to learn how to turn my passion into profit. Anthony Trucks, I reached out to him and said, you're an incredible speaker. Yep. I need to learn. Dave, business, Dave, podcasting. Right. So your desire to learn, your genuine curiosity. Dave Meltzer says this, be more interested than you are interesting. I think that's one of the greatest hacks you can have when it comes to... Dude, your desire to learn from others is going to create amazing relationships. Period. Yeah. But you have to have a why to learn. Well, because it can be very uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable getting in rooms with people who are way ahead of you. So if Kevin and I did not have the mission we have with this podcast, we would not have had the desire to learn YouTube, LinkedIn, and passion to profit. Yeah. So therefore, our relationship with T-Mac, Eddie, and Mark Metry would not exist. That's true. Same with Catherine. We wanted to learn Instagram. Yeah. She's phenomenal at Instagram. She's so much better than us at Instagram. Oh, she's so much better. Every single time we would go see her, we would lift, and we would help her with fitness and personal development. At least we would try to. And then she would teach us about Instagram. And every single time, our Instagrams got better. Still terrible. Um, but they got better. Yeah. Yeah. And now I think she's genuinely impressed with our Instagrams. A little bit. More, at least more I'm, than she was. I'm not impressed with mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been slacking. Oh, next question. Next question. Okay. This could be the last one. This think? is the last one. Oh, it, even, it even says last question. Last question. Look at that. <clears throat> last question last for the listeners. Last question for the Here listeners. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. What are the attributes, in your opinion, knowing what you know now... That our listeners should be looking for in Dream Team members. Let's make sure we name at least three. And I actually have my three, so you go first. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Oh, well, my three might be different than yours. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, vision. Ah. Clarity. I like it. Well, no, let me take out clarity because you don't always have to have clarity. Some of the best things we've ever had were because of lack of clarity. Vision. Go deeper on that. What do you mean? If, if you know exactly what you like, we, we spend hours talking about deep stuff and it's never clear what we're going to come up with you know it just popped into my head me you and joanna and that random guy oh, came yeah, in yeah, one. Top no- one, yeah top nice notch scholars nice yeah guy. dude your relationship and and we had so many breakthroughs back then yeah remember that was when i first figured out core values and you let me similar. finish my damn question yeah man. go ahead sorry jesus man <laughs> um i'm just kidding no no humility no. is one of them for sure mm. because again when you're on my drive, to my side of the drive to five, it's important to have that because you're far more likely to listen to somebody if you, if you don't view them as arrogant. If you're going into a meeting with the desire to learn, I think you're coming in with humility. Not always. No, no, you're coming in with humility. Oh, but you're the other the person other? might not be. Oh, there is a way to teach while being humble. How do, what's an example of someone, uh, what you just described? What's an example? I you think don't have to use names, but... No, I think that's... I was going to use myself. I think that's something I do very well. What? I always... If I'm going to tell somebody a lesson, I always say, number one, I am by no means a professional. Or right. I'll say, the only reason I know this is because I have screwed it up so many times. I want to level set and make, you sure, make sure you don't think I'm talking down to you. Right. I'm just trying to help you skip some steps because I've stepped in the crap every single time. I want to help you avoid that. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. I, I just think it's... So one is vision... I One. think vision, humility, yeah. and support. Support's unbelievably important. What's an example of support? 
honestly, man, like when you get home, that's why like me and Matt living together is huge. When I get home and I've had a rough day and I can just lay it out on him and, and vent. I did that to you today. Yeah. I think that's super important. I think it's super important because we, yeah, we talk about, you know, they have to be ambitious and they have to be, they have to have a growth mindset. Yes. Those are the intangible that you have to have that to get in the room. That's like saying the person I date has to be nice. Well, yeah, they do. <laughs> you have to be nice for me to want to spend time with you. Right. Right. So that's an intangible to, to be ambitious and uh, to have a growth mindset. But like when, when crap hits the fan, you want somebody who's going to be there to like carry you out of the, out of the wreckage. Right. Right. When that's, crap hits the fan. I was, I didn't, I'm, I've been swearing too much. <laughs> but to me, that's what it is. It's just somebody that's a good person. Somebody that you'd want to be a friend with. But you also know they have the same goals and they're going to help you get closer to them. You and I are similar. Similar. Go on. So for you, it's vision, humility, and support. Support. Mine were, they must have a dream, preferably specific and similar. Number two is they must be growth-minded. In other words, they if they have a fixed mindset, they just think it is what it is, then they're not going to learn with you and grow with you. And then number three is they must have pure intent to serve others. Mm. Um, those are my three rules. Um, you need to have a dream somewhere deep down in there that I can help you uncover. You must be growth-minded, and you must have pure intent to serve others. I think that uh, all of our dream team members and allies have all six of those that we just described. I would say so. That's why they're who they are. I would challenge all of our listeners to come up with your criteria for what a dream mem- dream team member is. Now I ask you a question. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. So we laid out a lot of... Specific and in, in attributes of what makes a good dream team member. How do I find them? Ah, networking. So, how do you find them? And you have two minutes. Number one is getting clear on what they are. So, doing the exercise that Kevin and I just mentioned of figuring out exactly what you want. Now, all of a sudden, your reticular activating system will show up. So, for example, Nate Smithson lived three minutes away from me, and him and I weren't friends. As soon as I had a dream to become the greatest natural aesthetic men's physique fitness model on the planet, all of a sudden Nate and I became best friends. Why? Because we had mutual goals. He had core competencies in fitness that I wanted, so my reticular activating system noticed him in the gym. As a matter of fact, so much in fact, that I won a prize to have a personal trainer at Anytime Fitness, and they said I couldn't pick Nate, and I said then I don't want it, Mm. because the other person wasn't in shape, and I wanted Nate. So there's that. So first, get clear on what you want, who you want on your dream team. Now, all of a sudden, those opportunities will come up. When those opportunities come up, which they will naturally, you have to step into it and try to go be more interested than interesting. You have to understand that you have to bring value to the other person. When we wanted to get in a room with Mark Metry, we talked in terms of what he wanted. What does Mark want? He wants to grow his podcast. He wants to have more impact. He wants to learn how to master fitness. He wants to learn fun, unique things. So we showcased to him how we can help him get to his goals, especially fitness. And without that, we would never have been able to cultivate a great Dream Team member. Strong work. Thank you, man. Strong work. This was an interesting episode. I enjoy this because we've been spending so much time talking about Dream Teams and learning about them and spending like spending time trying to figure out the next steps. And this is very applicable the, the, all of these are very applicable to our lives. The 200 episodes one was obviously the most because that's <laughs> something we've we've been through together. But this, and then we're doing um, a five-minute clinic on Monday on pride. Yes. And I think that's something that's very... Pride slash being proud. Because I think they're a little bit... They're kind of different. I have some good questions I, for I, Kevin I'm, on that. I'm sure you do. All right, let's get out of here. Um, 10-second blip. blip from Kevin. 
You are the sum average of the five people you spend the most time with. Make sure it is with amazing people that want to do dope things. Um, more than five, though. Uh, well, you said this on the last episode. I'm going to use it every time. Oh, okay. Word. Well, I think that's this is why if I'm not if I'm going to use it on one, it's got to be. How the, many dream team members do you think you oh, have off the cuff? Lord, 20, off the cuff, twenty-five. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so yeah, you are the sum a, average of the twenty-five yeah, people you spend the most a, time there's with. There's a bunch. <laughs> there's a bunch of people. Nobody does it alone. Yeah, no, nobody does it alone. There's nope. no way we would be where we are without no. the, peop- the, and, the and amazing you, people. You might life. not see them, but they're somewhere. You'll see them eventually. If you don't see them now, you will eventually. <laughs> most of them have been on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's some that haven't. That I'm sure will be. Yeah, you know. Beautiful. I dig it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this. Up next, we are... to read my... (laughs) Too late It's all right. Too late. Up next, we were lucky enough to sit down uh, with Bronnie Ware all the way from Australia. She wrote The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying, one of Alan's favorite books, and he was starstruck. Bronnie Ware is incredible. Please don't miss this episode. That was a four years in the making dream come true. I was like a kid in a candy store. It was wonderful. Yes, that was a fire episode. We hope you will enjoy, and we will talk to you on Sunday. Talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye. Bye.